Running Sentences presents a bonus episode short story. The Cheese Shop, narrated and written by Michael Honoré. A cheese shop owner and a customer begin a discussion on cheese and what to buy. Uh, this, however, quickly turns sour, much like the cheese in the shop itself. This is a work of fiction. Any names, characters, businesses, events, and situations within this story are products of the author's imagination. Any resemblance to real people, real situations, businesses, events, etc. is purely coincidental. Copyright 2022. Michael Honoré. All rights reserved. The shop was a pristine one, which is exactly how Charles liked it to be. All of his well-crafted cheese sat on display, in a pristine conditions that would allow them to be seen but not touched by dirty hands. Charles was dancing his way around the many tables with cheese products on them and checking those over in the centre of this shop he owned. At least this one more time since the afternoon rush of three people had come and gone already. It needed to be cleaned, and cleaned it would be. Although it all looked good, and when the bell warned him that a customer had opened the front door, he, in a hurry, moved behind the counter and plastered the fakest smile he could muster onto his face as he faced the customer. At first, this man who came in ignored him and his smile, looking at the first few tables while shaking his head No. The smile began to fade from Charles's face in a hurry as he watched this customer do his own little waltz of a dance here and there, shaking their head no. The only good thing was that they weren't trying to touch any or all of the products. He was sure that this would soon change, though, if he didn't do something. Excuse me, can I help you? Charles offered. The customer looked over rather nonchalantly and shook his head at Charles, and then went back to studying the cheese. I know all about cheese, and I can easily help you out, Charles offered once again. The customer turned, put his hands on his hips, and gave a mighty scowl towards him, which took him aback. It was a frightful look on his face, and one he'd rather not have to deal with, but the customer was a customer. But this one was not being cooperative. Why do you think I need your help? Larry replied. Cheese is my business and I know the ups and downs from the smell to the grit and the grain. You won't find a person who knows them like I do, Charles offered, trying to sound chipper and losing that tone with every word, thanks to the still scowling customer in front of him. There isn't a reason for you to help me. All you're doing is bragging about what you know about cheese. Larry retorted. Charles decided to drop the nice act. It is my shop you've come into. I wouldn't be good much if I couldn't help my customers out with cheese, now would I? The customer, though, began wandering towards the back, towards where some refrigerators stood, ignoring this offer of help which made Charles suspicious of him. There were rumors he'd heard of a cheese thief hitting up the local shops and groceries and taking the goods. He wasn't about to let that happen inside of his shop. No, no, no. He began to follow the man, who was now back in the refrigerated cheese section, and 
had quickly come to a decision that leaving this customer alone would be a bad idea. He was probably a thief. No, he would entertain them and probably chase them away when the moment came. Charles strolled up right behind the man. Oh, that is a lovely breed from the southern France. Uh, so not exactly traditional, yet uh, they, they keep things similar enough for most people. Charles said as he pointed towards one wheel of free cheese. Not what I am looking for, Larry complained. The customer had turned, and Charles, in return, glared at the man who then sneered at him once again. Then what are you here for? Cheese, damn you! Why else would I come into a shop selling cheese if it weren't for fucking cheese? Was the spat reply from Larry. Charles recoiled in horror, expecting actual spit to hit the ground in front of him. There was none, but he still backed a few steps away and began looking for the closest mop he had in the shop. How dare you! Charles said as he moved behind the counter in his search for the implement to clean the floor of the non-existent spit. I haven't done anything, the man replied, puzzled, and scrambled away towards a different table area. More cheeses on it. A new wave of panic shot through Charles, as he was now torn on what to do. Since the customer was now free in his shop and doing whatever they wanted, there was no spit on the floor, but there might be in another moment, and he needed to keep this place clean. What if the health inspector made a surprise visit, and the customer spat when he wasn't looking? The mop must be at his side at all times. He dug about near the door and to the back storage area of his shop that was not too far from the counter itself, and managed to come up with the mop he had been looking for, and then ran up to catch up with this evil villain with the mop clutched across his chest for safety. Do you like that cheese? Charles yelped as he crossed the rather small space of the shop. Leave me alone, the customer replied. A small chase commenced, with the customer moving from space to space, trying to look at things, but constantly being chased back by Charles. And to keep things sanitary, Charles kept mopping the spaces where the customer had just been. What are you doing? The customer screeched, trying to get away yet again. Following you so you don't do anything. What kind of cheese are you after anyway? Charles demanded as he followed, sweeping away with his mop. Whatever cheese I want, I will know it when I see it, the customer exclaimed. The duo moved about the shop with speed, while Larry, the customer, did his best to try to avoid hitting anything. He was rather aware of himself, which was nice, Charles figured, but uh, he was still unsanitary and a ugly customer. So Charles kept mopping away behind him, by a few feet going round and round until they were both slightly panting. If you just told me what you were shopping for, this whole mess wouldn't be a mess, Charles said, slightly tired and just not wanting to deal with us anymore. Still having some energy, the customer Larry managed to take a few steps back, looking lost and confused at Charles. I just wanted to look. I wanted to see cheese. I know exactly what cheese you're looking for then, Charles said with a sudden drop of the mop. American. To Charles, this was the worst request the customer could make. American cheese? Did those American fools even know anything about making cheese? Obviously not, since they made those plastic pieces of plastic. 
Well, is that what you're here after? Because I don't have any. I don't serve that kind of thing in my store, Charles demanded as he stepped up to the customer to wave a finger in his face. No, and what is wrong with such a cheese if it exists? The customer said, confused, with more confusion spreading across his face and trying to back away from the finger wag. This was good, doubly good, since it looked like this man would break and run. Charles didn't want this kind of customer in his shop. If this man was actually the thief, then he had actually won, and all he had to do was chase him out from pressuring him. Or if he was here for that evil cheese, being chased out of here would just be the only way to save the reputation of his grand establishment, as small as it was. Are you a cheese snob? The customer asked. No, but there is a chance if you're looking for that type of cheese uh, that I may turn into such a snob, Charles replied. The customer turned fully to him, putting his hands on his hips once again, and squinted his eyes at him. Of all the things to do, this was certainly something, and Charles did not like it. No, the pressure was suddenly now on him, and he was feeling suddenly not so sure of himself, but he would not be dominated by some strange person seeking ill-bred cheese. You are a snob, the customer said. And not, Charles said back as quickly as he could. Then explain to me what is wrong with American cheese. It took a moment since Charles hadn't actually considered how much or why he disliked this type of cheese. What was it exactly that made it so frustrating? It didn't smell, really. The taste was rather bland and non-committal. It did feel a bit greasy a bit, but uh, he hadn't actually ever touched this stuff or tasted it beyond an occasional burger, maybe? Well, the customer asked. It's bland, Charles spit out, trying to think of something quickly. The customer merely shook his head and began approaching Charles, which now made Charles take a step back as the customer began poking a finger at him towards his chest. You don't know, do you? Uh, listen, you, Charles began. The name is Larry, Mr. Cheese Shop Snob, Larry replied. I am not a snob, Charles sputtered as he felt like he was strangely losing ground to this weird customer who liked American cheese. Who are you to even speak to me in this manner? I am the customer named Larry, and I want cheese, and I'm not going to be degraded for choosing whatever cheese I happen to be in the mood for, Larry protested in return. Larry had pointed another finger towards Charles's face, which Charles then tried to slap away to teach the customer a lesson not to point fingers at people. There was no cheese sales without his say, and he would most definitely not have anything to do with this horrible, no-good, bad one that seemed to like American cheese, of all things. Larry had actually taken a few steps back and was doing his best to avoid the fact that this finger of Charles was now in his face, trying to slap at his nose, then backed further and further away from the crazed shopkeep. All right, cheese hitter. Tell me this, since you know all about cheeses and you happen to own a cheese shop. Where does American cheese originate? Larry asked. To Charles, this was a silly question, and the obvious answer was obvious. 
It didn't need an answer, and a scoff and a scowl added stupidity. But he was going to entertain this customer just to prove him wrong. America, specifically Pennsylvania, since that's where the company who made it is from. Charles leered in reply. A smile broke out across the face of Larry, who managed to get his way close to the door to the shop, and looked like he was about ready to exit. This was exactly what he'd wanted from the customer, to get them to leave his beautiful shop, but that grin made him think that something was amiss, which meant he didn't want the customer to leave until he said what needed to be said. The process of American cheese that you so disdain, since it probably isn't European enough for you, was actually invented in Switzerland, Larry cried, then opened the door to the shop and exited. What? What? This could not be true. He wouldn't allow this to be true, since Europe was the finest of places for cheeses, and everything they made there was top quality. They would not allow for such a product to be brought forth and let loose on the world. It could not happen. No, it was probably those dastardly American companies who snatched up the idea and made a bland nothingness out of it, and that had nothing good about it in the first place. Though he admitted the cheese melts rather nicely. Still, it was terrible and should never come into his shop. The jingle of the bell announcing a customer was coming in made him swirl about grab at the mop he'd dropped not too long ago, ready to unleash it in case it was that dratted customer once again. It was someone else, though, causing him to breathe a sigh of relief. Welcome to my cheese emporium of good cheeses. Are you looking for something in particular? Charles said with relief that lasted but a moment, his thoughts instantly going to what-if scenarios that would only end badly. You aren't after American cheese, are you? We don't have any of that awful stuff here. This new customer's expression went from rather happy one to confused in a moment's notice. They began reaching for the door handle as Charles waved the mop head in the general direction of them, all taking a few steps towards them. Death to terrible cheeses and customers, he cried as he chased them out of his shop. The end of the cheese shop. Thank you for listening.